This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Can I uh, ask for a prayer request for myself? Yes. I I have to go in uh, today for a back procedure, my lower back. So if you just pray that everything will go fine. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for letting us know. Thank you for helping me. Absolutely. 
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Ms. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Did I hear, was that Kathy? I'm, I'm not sure. And then there was other one other uh, male's voice. Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much. My name is Jesse. Oh, good morning, Jesse. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. May I ask a special prayer, please? Okay, I'm ready. I just got a call from my aunt who's in Arizona. She lost her 33-year-old grandson in California. They're the Granderson family. Please keep them in prayer. He left behind three minor children, five minor children. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm so sorry. And can you repeat their last name for me, please? Granderson. Granderson. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, I'm so sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Uh, happy Wednesday. Can I ask for a prayer request for Catherine Jordan? They, she's now in hospice. They gave her a week. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. I have Catherine Jordan down. And I'm sorry. This is Sister Jesse. I forgot one other prayer request for Terry Hicks. He's going in the prayer at 6 a.m. California time, so. I'm sorry. Okay, you want prayer for Terry Hicks? Yeah, last name H-I-C-K-S. Yes. Okay. And um, well, what are we going to be praying for for Terry? Terry is having surgery. He should be in surgery, as a matter of fact, right now. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good morning. This is Marcella. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. Blessings to all. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Prosperous. Good morning. This is Catherine. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Catherine. Catherine, happy Wednesday to you as well. Yes. Uh-uh. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, good morning, Val. Valuable. This is um, Roxy. Good morning, Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, morning, everyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. (laughs) This is Trevina, the finisher. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Trina, the finisher. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? 
Good morning, beautiful Valacita. This is Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good to hear you sound. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Valuables. Restorated Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Restorated Rochelle. Good to hear you sound. Okay, at this time, I want to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue joining us daily during September, where our new monthly theme is entitled Push. That's Push in. Push onward, push harder, extra push, pushing or pressing through, or even pushed as in into purpose. There are three announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, there will be no prayer for the children call this evening, but it will resume next week. Third, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Susie, and she is having a back procedure this morning. So let's keep her lifted up in prayer. Jessie is asking for prayer for her aunt. She lost her grandson, and um, they are the Granderson family. So let's lift up the Granderson family. Also, she is asking for prayer for Terry Hicks. He is actually in surgery this morning. It's now in surgery, so let's let's uh, lift him up. Diane has asked for prayer for Catherine Jordan. She is now in hospice. So let's lift up Catherine as well as her family. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 through 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, 
so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all anxieties on him because he cares for you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day. Good morning, family. Good morning. As we be, go before the throne of God, that you prepare your hearts and your mind to set aside everything. Some of us may be getting ready to go to work or do whatever it is that we need to do, but we take this time just to yield and give God the um just our attention and everything that we are. We want to come before him with reverence and not be busy doing stuff, but seek him and seek him with gladness and joy and reverence. So, Father God, in the precious name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we come before you with joy in our hearts and a praise on our lips, Lord. Let us shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteousness calls. Ye let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Lord, help us to practice service to others until it becomes sincere in our hearts, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your birth, your life, your work on Calvary, O oh God, your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Help us not to forget the debt that you pay for each one of us individually and collectively because of your agape love. Lord, we owe you restitution for our lives. Lord, help us push forward through everything that may cause us to be to stumble or fall or be stagnated, oh God, in the cares of this world. Lord, I ask that you forgive us for everything or anything that we have done or said that wasn't pleasing unto you, O oh God. Lord, help us to confess that thing unto you, O oh God, that we repent and turn from that thing, O oh God, that we don't turn uh, in a complete circle and go back to them, but we turn, O oh God, away from them and walk away from them, O oh God. Lord, I ask that you hear the hearts uh, of your servants on today, O oh God. Lord, I lift up Susie, O oh God, Lord, that is going for a back procedure, O oh God. We pray for healing, O oh God. And Jesse and her family, O oh God, with the loss of the family member, O oh God, the father that leaves behind uh, children, three children, O oh God. He may be an uncle to some, a brother, O oh God. But, Lord, we know that you are a father to the fatherless, O oh God. Lord, we ask that you cover and keep that family, O oh God, in the midst of all their grief, O oh God. Lord, be the comforter that we know that you are, O oh God. Be the peace that surpasses all understanding that guards their heart and their mind, O oh God. Lord, we lift up Diane's friend, Catherine Jordan, O oh God. Even though they may have placed her in hospice, O oh God. Lord, we place her back into your hand, O oh God. You, we know that once we come here, that we will return back to you, O oh God. And we pray, O oh God, that her transition, O oh God, be a uh, uh, not an easy one, but easy in you, oh God. It may sound a little different, but Lord, we know when we transition from this earth back to you, oh God, that there is joy and gladness, oh God, for our souls, oh God. So Lord, we thank you. Forgive us, oh God, when we become stagnated and unhinged, oh God, that we lose focus and we take our eyes off of you and allow the cares of this world to try to overtake us, O oh God. Help us to push toward the mark, O oh God, 
toward the prize of the higher calling that is in Christ Jesus, Lord. Lord, help us to remember, recognize, receive, and understand that you are our God, Lord, and besides you there is no other, that you are more than the whole world against us, O oh God, that you hear our every petition, every heart cry, O oh God, Lord, and you, Lord, uh, excite in the joy, O oh God, when we go through temptations and things, O oh God, that we can know that you are near and present help at all times, O oh God. And the word there is that when uh, we fall into trouble, O oh God, but there's trouble on every side, but O oh God. We know that there is joy in the morning, oh God, that if we rest in you and seek your face, oh God, in everything that we're going through, if we put you first, oh God, Lord, that we will see that joy, that we will receive that comfort, that we will know you beyond our situation, beyond our circumstances, beyond everything that may be going on, oh God. Lord, thank you, oh God, because of you, oh God. We are the head and not the tail, that we are above and not beneath, oh God. Lord, that we are the lender and not the borrower, that we are blessed, oh God, blessed, oh God, blessed, oh God. Blessed in the city and blessed in the field, oh God. Lord, because of you. So, Lord, we condition our hearts and our wills to be focused on you, Lord, and everything that your word says that we are. We are more than conquerors because of whose we are. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that we don't rely on self, oh God, that we can look to you and count and depend on you for everything. For the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And all that dwells in it belongs to you, O oh God. So we seek you in everything, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we will not spend another day saying, well, we are not. We will not have, O oh God, or what we're going to get. Because you say, O oh God, that the, everything that we need is in you, O oh God. And we seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this righteousness. Everything that we're asking for, O oh God, will be added, O oh God. Lord, you see our needs before our wants, oh God, and you're so gracious that you even give us the petitions of our hearts, oh God, and Lord, we thank you. Lord, we help us not to be selfish, oh God, to look at the little things, and because you are a God of all things, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, your word tells us that we are faithful over little. You will make us ruler over many, oh God. It doesn't mean people, places, and things. It means if we petition our heart and our posture towards you, oh God, the little things that uh, we ask for, oh God, Lord, we could be faithful in those, oh God, that you will bless us with the things that are over in abundance, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for who you are, oh God. Lord, we thank you that you have created us in your image, oh God, that we are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that we can walk heavy in your word, oh God, because we know who we are, oh God. Lord, I lift up this nation unto you, oh God all that is going on, all the national uh, disasters, oh God. Lord, I know it is your hand, oh God, that covers and keeps us, that keep us, oh God, that you provide all the resources that we need, oh God. Lord, help us, oh God, to uh, extend grace upon grace, oh God. Even do reach out and do some of the things that we've never done, oh God, uh, to contribute to the Red Cross, oh God, to send things to countries, oh God, that are in need, oh God. Help us to reach beyond our comfort zone, oh God, and to ask and petition you, what shall we do, oh God, to extend grace upon one another, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you on today, oh God. I ask that you 
uh, reign, oh God, in the hearts of your servants, of your leaders, oh God, of your teachers, the uh, evangelists, the pastors, oh God, the bishops, oh God, that they are teaching and walking in your word, that they're teaching the pure, unadulterated word, oh God, that they are not leading Hallelujah, your sheep astray, O oh God, but they are shepherds, O oh God, anointed, covered, and sent by you, O oh God. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for our children, O oh God, that you allow us, hallelujah, to be guardians over them, O oh God. We call ourselves, we call it, we are parents, O oh God, and aunts and uncles, O oh God, but we are guardians, O oh God, because all belongs to you, O oh God. So, help us, O oh God, to ask you what we should do, what we should say, how we should do whatever it is that we need to do. Lord, that we don't have to worry and stumble and fumble about what, how our plans are going to work out, oh God, because your word says that you know the plans that you have for us, that we prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers, oh God. Why wouldn't we come to the Creator, oh God? Hallelujah to manifest and see the needs and the desires and wants and the promises of the created, oh God. Lord, we thank you that you will not hold one good thing from us, oh God, and we thank you that we can trust and believe in you, oh God, that we can walk in your word. Lord, we thank you. Lord, I lift up all that comes to um, declare victory, oh God, that we come every morning uh, seeking to declare victory, that we walk away, oh God, declaring victory of your word and everything that we have received in our word, oh God. So, Lord, as we come together in a settlement assembly, oh God, as we take our phones off mute, we thank you, oh God, and we glorify you and have joy and gladness, oh God. Thank you, Thank Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you
in the process. There's absolutely a, a process to pushing into his presence, to pushing into his power, to pushing into his peace. And um, I, I am often asked, <clears throat> how do I maneuver or maintain in spite of or uh, when things don't look necessarily like you feel like they ought to, they don't sound necessarily like uh, you, you think you should hear them. And to be very honest, there is a method to this. There's, there's definitely a method to my push. And so I want to hand you some practical tools. That's one thing I love about about God is that sometimes we overcomplicate uh, our processes with our emotions. Um, and we complicate uh, the outcome because we have something in mind. And I think one of the greatest gifts God's ever given me is the ability to discern uh, his hand, his heart, and his timing. There is a process for everything. Nothing happens without a process. There isn't anything that he has gifted us to employ for tools and um, trades and uh, journeys that he hasn't processed prior to our use. Uh, if you consider the fact that even right now where you sit, uh, where you lay, where you stand as you drive, nothing just happened by osmosis. There was an assembly line somewhere. If you are uh, uh, standing in your living room, nobody just snapped their fingers and all of a sudden there was a living room. If your television is on, uh, it didn't just pop out of nowhere. It is not like the, the law or as people would say who, who worship the universe, uh, it is the law of evolution. No, no, no. There was a process of building or creating or developing uh, anything that we see aesthetically, if you look around wherever you are, even if you're you're driving, you're on a, a highway, or if you are in your, your restroom uh, primping, preparing for work, uh, the mirrors, the sinks, the floors, the, um, the facility, the shower, everything in the world, everything, 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 even you, even me, uh, were cultivated in a womb. Something had to happen for a thing to become. If you keep that in mind, um, a, a lot of times, depending on what you listen to, what you intake frequently, um, you will feel as if this could be simpler, this could be easier, this doesn't have to be this difficult. But the reality is that the process is the process. Nothing changes um, the steps that need to be taken. I don't know about you guys, but have you ever, um, I'm, I'm a visual learner, um, so telling me is one thing, reading it is another. I need pictures and numbers just how my brain is put together. But have you ever unpacked something that needed to be assembled, used the picture, and finished the process of the assembling and noticed that something wasn't right? 
<laughs> something was missing or have you ever uh, thought you completed or called yourself completing a project and at the end had nuts, bolts, and screws left over, right? So the word of God gives us the ability to assemble all things effectively, even our relationship with God. Unfortunately, um, a lot of us want to take the shortcut. Uh, we want to take the um, the quickest path or the path of least resistance to get to end results. And unfortunately, that is not always proven to create the greatest results. Amen. So this morning, I want to give you some practical tools. I, I love how um, reading different versions, you, you get a different revelation almost each time you read. Um, I, I got a, a phone call this week. Of course, uh, the last time we shared, we had uh, some surprising news, some alarming news, some uncomfortable news. Um, well, this phone call was worse than the last, so I'll, I'll say it like that. Um, and there is a part of me, and for those of you, there may be somebody that's new on the call. <laughs> there are parts of me as a mother, as a parent, uh, as a woman, uh, in my femininity, in my uh, broken places and spaces that would love to slide down the wall. Um, but there's the greater good in me, keeping in mind that the word says, greater works than these shall ye do in my name. There's a part of me that when I get these phone calls or when I have these conversations, there is a fight that stands up in me that I cannot explain. But what I will do is attribute it to um, some consistency as it relates to building relationship and pushing into the process of going into the deeper things of God. Um, I believe that had I um, not cultivated this relationship, the outcome would be different. It doesn't change the process but it does change how you handle the pressure or the push in the process. This morning, I'm going to go to the Word of God. Uh, we're going to go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Now, I love this piece because it talks about uh, us as it relates to our children and our children as it relates to honoring and cherishing and obeying us. Uh, I believe that there is something very pinnacle, um, and, and this is for those who need to mend relationships with your parents, simply because there is an honor factor that is required in the push of your process. There is absolutely um, a need for honor. Uh, I'm going to take you to the 10th verse, and I'm going to read it in the Message Bible simply because it reads cleaner, simpler, and far more practical. This is for uh, a caveman should be able to apply these practical steps, and it says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. 
So take everything the master has set out for you. Listen, well-made weapons of the best material and put them to use so you will be, will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps. It's life a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and his angels. So here are a few of the practical steps. The first one is be prepared, right? So preparation. You guys know I say often preparation, right? Preparation, you're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. So preparation, capacity, right? Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the uh, when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your Capacity makes the biggest difference. And in in order to push into a place of capacity, there have to be moments of discomfort. There have to be moments where you can't naturally manage them. You have to allow yourself to be in the uncomfortable places. Nothing grows in places of comfort. Then you want to take truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation, all of those are more than words. They are weapons, right? Learn how to apply them. So now you need to become teachable. You need to be affable and or agreeable with the things of the kingdom in applying these basic steps to your life. So let me repeat those truths. Right? So that means you got to be honest with where you are. Capacity yields the ability for you to stand in truth. Righteousness, that means living an upright life. Peace, that means that your mind is enveloped with the things of God, the things of kingdom, the things of pursuit, the things of push, the things of process. Faith, that means unwavering faith, that no matter what you hear, no matter what you see, no matter what you feel, that your conviction is sound, solid, and sure. And salvation, that means you are resting and trusting in the truth of who you are through his righteousness because it is him who makes us righteous and not us ourselves. They're more than words. They are weapons. They are accessible. They are tools. They are par for the course. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. Now, here's an additional necessary step. God's word is an indispensable weapon. That means that when you feel the pressure of the process, the push of the process, finding yourself in the word of God so that you know what is par for this particular course. 
without the knowledge of the word of God, you have nothing to say audibly. One of the things that concerns me more than anything, there are so many people that teach and preach this truth, this revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we know it is power unto salvation. But the reality is not too many people actually believe what it is that they say, right? So now it says in the same way, get this, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. It means that to have a prayerless life, you will have a powerless life. It is impossible to push into the process without the essential power of prayer. Pray hard and long. Now get this, There is also an asset or an accoutrement that goes with that. It says, pray for your brothers and your sisters, right? So that means intercession is essential. It's not just, Lord Jesus, please have mercy. There are strategies to being effective in pushing into the process so that you're not consumed with the external opposition that you're dealing with. The primary point of this whole conversation is that we are managers of our own will. It's the only thing that God gave us that we can access and that never changes. We have full, complete, and total reign over our own own will. While he has reign over our lives, our agreement with him is vital. Not only is it vital, but it is the only thing that changes outcomes. Amen. Now, after it says uh, pray for your siblings, so, so that means we intercede for one another. But it also says this, keep your uh, uh, eyes open, right? Keep your eyes open. What's essential about that? It is. Have you ever been in a in a room or an environment? And I'm gonna get back to this word in one second. But where everybody is so um, emotional that they're not sober. This is a season right now where absolutely building, developing, cultivating your relationship with God is key. It's very important, but it is also uh, important for survival that you be aware of what's going on around you. Um, I am not a, a closed eye prayer. I, I, I don't. I'm a watchman. So I am constantly, um, while I may be in prayer, I'm paying attention to what's happening in the room. Prayer provo- provokes different things in different atmospheres. And sometimes in the middle of prayer, if you are not sober, if you are not aware of what's going on around you, you'll miss something. It is important that you keep even the eyes of your spirit man open and aware of what's going on. Finally, it says, keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. That, again, is another component of intercession. It's another piece, another pinnacle piece of uh, pushing into the process. All these steps, all these different measures, um, when operating in conjunction one with the other, not only do they produce a different level of strength, but when you are on guard, when you are paying attention, and when you are agreeing with the process, 
what it does is it starts to pull you out of your situation and remind you of your God, not your circumstance, right? It starts to pull you out of your situation so that you're not overwhelmed with the visual aesthetics of what you may be going through, be it finances, uh, be it relational, be it marriage, be it um, a a transition out of addiction or a, a habit shift or change. All of these steps, if you apply them effectively, they will help you to push into the process as opposed to push you away from the process. And then finally, and don't forget to pray for me. Pray that I'll know what to say and have the courage to say it at the right time, telling the mystery to one and to all, the message that I, yep, me, I'm talking about me right here. This text is talking about my little life, the jailbird preacher that I am and am responsible uh, for getting out. There are things um so in other words, and I'm I'm not just talking about me, but I'm talking about those that you are called to, whatever your ministry is, whoever your leaders are, it is important that you pray for your leaders. Intercession has been mentioned three times in the last three verses. Right? And so so let me let me just give a, a quick recap and then, then I'll get into it. Um so the first one was be prepared keeping in mind that you're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Then it says, take all. Take all the help you can get, which then talks about our capacity, our ability um, to handle an outpouring, our ability um, to be stretched and to be pushed and to be pulled into uh, the knowledge of Christ, right? Then it says, then you apply, you learn how to get practical um, application to the weapons that we are given, those weapons being truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation, keeping in mind that they are more than words. You have to learn how to use them, right? God's word, prayer, and intercession. So, while there are multiple steps, the reality is that if, in fact, um, you don't, mm, you can't miss steps in here. I know for a fact that if um, if I did not have a relationship, I wouldn't be talking to y'all this morning. I, I would, uh, we wouldn't have much to talk about. Um, if, in fact, uh, I, I did not have the capacity um, to be pushed and to be pulled and to be prod into the process. I'd just be stuck. I'd, I'd just be stuck, period. Um, what I am called to requires a different level of stamina. Everybody has their own lane. Everybody has their own uh place, position, Uh, forget about the title because titles in this hour are absolutely obsolete. They're irrelevant and not useful. Um, We are all called to the same thing, right? That that is to get in your role, get in your position and play your part. It is imperative that you understand that at the end of the day, um, without allowing yourself 
um, or giving yourself permission to be uh, mm, not just in agreement, but proactive with regard to becoming, right? And so, you know, we ask, Lord, if you do this, then I'll do that. I I, I don't barter with God anymore. I, I, I just ask in the process, okay, what what do you need me to do right here? Right, the constant reminders, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. I don't I don't feel like sharing this morning. Right? That's like my emotions. If I were to allow myself to be enveloped by the things that I feel, um, by the things that I'm challenged with, I wouldn't have a teach. I wouldn't have a share. But the reality is this moment is about God's business, right? This moment is about the things of kingdom and building and teaching and training. This moment has nothing to do with something I cannot control, that being my child's health. I can't control that. I can't fix it. I can't change it. And right now, he's here, right? So right this second, we deal with right now. That being said, when you are faced with opposition, it could be on a job, it, it, it could be in your home, it could be in your finances, it could be in your marriage, whatever the case, the question you begin to ask yourself if you use these basic principles is, Lord, how do I apply this word to my now? I'll take my son out of the equation, right? It says, and that about wraps it up, God is strong, and he wants us to be strong too. So take everything the master has set out, right? Well-made weapons of the best material. God, you cannot take a a knife to a (laughs) gunfight, right? You could, but chances are you won't survive that particular fight. You have to learn what weapon to use when, right? Now, we know that the word and prayer Because the word says prayer is essential, that's not me making that up. That's not uh, my idea or ideal. But the reality is that you have to know how to move around. You have to know what item to choose. Do, Do I pull out the big guns or the little ones? Am I praying about this? Am I praying about that? Right? We understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the very pulling down of strongholds. We need to know that, okay, do I need to fast for seven days? Do I need to fast for three? Do I need to fast for 20 days? And even though fasting um, wasn't stated in this particular passage, we know that the word declares that some things come out only by prayer and by fasting. We have to have the capacity. Also, keeping our eyes open, being sober-minded, being aware of our surroundings, being able to hear the voice of God after we've spent time in the word, after we've done the essential thing, which is pray, after we've uh, understood that we operate from a place of peace and power, simultaneously it is our responsibility to deploy our weapons as needed. Um, in, In every circumstance that we face, 
um, be it transitioning, be it momentum, whatever the case, there are certain things that we have to be consistently aware of. When God is trying to build or stretch your capacity, you will always find yourself dealing with some form of opposition, keeping in mind that a diamond does not become fully um, engaged or high quality until it is put into a place of fire where that which surrounds it is burned off, right? The purest of diamonds usually get in the highest degree of the burn. (laughs) They get in the highest height of the flame. And so you start asking yourself questions as he's stretching you, as he's uh, pulling you, he's pushing you, he's prodding you, he's priming you for the greater good, keeping in mind that at the beginning of this passage, it says God is strong and he wants you to be strong too. This is a place where you start to use your words because these places, these hard places, these places of um, being made and becoming usually have a a season of negative self-talk. Hello, somebody. Those moments where this is too hard. I can't do this. I don't want to do this no more. Those conversations start to, uh, as the kids would say, pop off in your head. What do you do when you are in a situation where you are telling yourself something opposite of what the word of God says? Now, I keep looking at my situations and my circumstances, but there's a thing down on the inside of me um, that is a constant reminder that I have an arsenal a constant, constant reminder that I have an arsenal and I have a responsibility to use it less what what is stated in the, the finality or the finale of this text. It says, uh, it says, pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and your sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. This this is that residual pay right here. So one of the things that I do when I feel myself getting sucked into my negative thought process or that thought process that uh, uh, casting down every false imagination, anything that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ, one of the things that I do is I declare the word of God over my life out loud. The word says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God in Genesis. It is important that you hide the word in your heart so that not only do you not sin against him, but you don't sin against yourself with your own idols, right? So whether or not we know it, we have idols over the altars of our heart. There are things that we put above what we know the word of God says. Intercession is one of the things that I've learned has what's called residual pay. Praying for other people. When I feel my lowest, guess what I do? I pray for y'all. When I feel my worst, I find myself interceding because it takes me out of myself. It gets me off of my agenda. It pulls my thoughts out of my pit and puts my thoughts 
into places that benefit those that I'm connected to and those that I'm responsible for teaching and leading and training, right? So so we have these these different um, weapon weapon uh, access, right? So we, we have all these different things. So we have truth, right? So then, then I have to be honest with where I'm at. Lord, I'm, I'm not feeling my best right here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do what your word says, cast all my cares on you for you careth for me. We do not serve a God that cannot feel our infirmities, that cannot feel our weakness, that cannot feel our grief, our sorrow, our pain, our frustration, right? Even our fears. When we have those moments of fear, it is imperative that you speak the opposite of what it is that you think you see. When you are in transition, you say what the word says, not what you see, right? So keeping in mind that the word reminds us to pray long and hard, right? We know this. Um, This is no afternoon athletic contest. So in other words, this is not a sprint. This is not. It, it, you become stronger over time if you adhere to the process. You have to respect pushing into the process. You have to respect those moments of pain. And then you have to go into your archive and remember what he did the last time, what he did the time before that. If you're still here, you already have a testimony, even if you're in the middle of a thing. If you're still here, when I, I consider my baby and um, August the 18th, 2016, I'll, I'll never, ever forget it. We are five years later, right? The testimony is that on August the 18th of 2016, they told me they'd make him comfortable until he died. Well, we're five years in, Right. And time after time after time after time, God did it again. In the middle of tragedy, he did it again, looking at uh, literally death, trying to creep over my child five years ago. I have that in my arsenal. Every time I think about um, how far he's brought us, when he walked across the stage in the eighth grade, I thought it was the last time I'd see him walk across the stage until we got high school and he graduated and I watched him walk across another stage. Now he's in college. The expectation is that I'll see him walk across another stage. Now, is there pain in the process? Absolutely. <laughs> but it does not negate that his life is the miracle. Today is a miracle. If you could see what sits in his head, the fact that he can have a conversation, that he can drive a car, that he can go to work, that he can get himself dressed. And once upon a time, that wasn't always the case. I have proof that God is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I have proof that when you uh, say what it is that he says, that he has to answer to his word, that he doesn't allow anything to fall on the ground. I, I have 
proof that even with mental illness, my middle boy being able to live at, he's at his own self house, even after a whole break, I got evidence. Therefore, I have confidence. The capacity comes when you give God permission simply to be God, when you give him permission to govern not just parts of your life, not just the good parts, not just the part where you get the promotion and the house and the car and the husband or the wife, not when uh, your money is in good standings, but the reality is this. The reality is when you find yourself in prayer, praise, and pushing in the pain of the process, you get a capacity and a strength that whatever comes your way, because we understand that all things are working together for the good of them that love him and are are the called according to his purposes. When you start to understand that none of this is in our control, the only thing we can control is the fact that we have permission. We have access. We have a a, a God that sits high for real and looks low and brings us into places of revelation and understanding Psalms, again, that 119, 130, the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. When you spend time in the word of God, even when obstacles come, there may be moments of frustration. There may be seconds of discomfort, but more and more is the grace that sets upon your heart. Greater and greater is the strength that he gives you in your weakest moments, the the ability to be the weakest you can be in his presence so that his strength is superimposed upon you, so much so that it impacts every room that you walk in, so much so that people can identify who you are in a crowd because there's something that rests on you. I don't care if you're having a bad day. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. I don't care if you can't see your way out. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. I don't care if you're uncomfortable. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. And so it it is uh, uh, something that I would implore and or encourage you to do. Find your weakest places. And then give yourself permission. God, listen, I ain't got it. Uh, I don't know. My favorite line is, I don't know. What you doing? Uh, what's happening? I, listen, all I can do is what I can do. My prayer life is the only thing that keeps me cemented right? My history with God, my Rolodex, the things that I can dial back into, the things that I can tap into and watch over, and the the times that I've seen his hand, not just in my life, in the lives of my children, but in my friends, in my siblings, in my uh, uh, acquaintances, I've seen him do it, right? This is for keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all of his angels. This is not, we're not playing charades out here, right? This is, a, this is not a game of taboo. This is real life business. And there's a whole entire war happening. Whether or not we acknowledge it, Right, so I, I could get consumed with with what I'm looking at with my child. I could, 
there's such a greater end to all of this. There is so much more to, to life and godliness. There is so much more to the kingdom of God being at hand. There's so much more to uh, faith without works being dead. There's so much more to it than church services and uh, programs. There, there's so much more, right? But that more comes when we press into the process, considering we are seated in heavenly places, high above principalities, not a single demon or devil can defeat us unless we choose not to war, right? It is our responsibility to become familiar with our weapons, to become familiar and, and know. Uh, so even in, in the military, when, when Mari went to the military, um, you, you take a test, right? You take this test, and, and Brother E can correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you take this test, the ASVAB. That ASVAB will determine uh, what level uh, you can operate at. And he tested at a five-something. I don't, I don't remember the exact terminology or phraseology for it. Um, but what it did was it put him in a place where he had access to Secret Service or Intel, an Intel job, right? So in other words, technically, <laughs> they were going to train my kid as a spy of sorts. I love Jesus. I love the Holy Ghost and how he rearranged his life um, because his thought process is different. So, yeah, and, and this is my son that deals with, with mental illness, and he's brilliant. He's extremely, extremely uh, uh, influential. He's extremely uh, effective at being persuasive. His The nature of who he is is mind-blowing. I said all of that to say it put him uh, in a, a course or on track to be a quote-unquote, they call it a paralegal to start with, right? So he began paralegal training. There are some people that they test at a one. They make them uh, rulers of gas tanks and changing tires and stuff like that, right? So whatever level you test out at is what position you occupy. In kingdomdom, nothing is menial, not even the janitor, not nothing is little, right? I don't care if you are the Lord of the broom closet. You need to know what your role, your responsibility is in operating from a place of kingdom, you have no idea why you will be in that position until you learn what that position is. For some of you, there are giftings and calls on your life and you don't know how to operate in them. This is the season where it's very important that you know what you are called to do. If you have a prophetic voice or a gift, I'm not speaking just of the office, um, but the, the Bible says, I would that all would prophesy, right? If you know that you're called to hospitality, if you know that you're called to teach, if you know that you're called to preach, if you know that you're uh, uh, called to operate in, in a place of sheer servanthood when it comes to leadership, whatever your role and responsibility is, now is the time to know it, to study it intently, Right, if you're a dreamer, you need to know how your dreams operate. If you're starting, right, because if we keep in mind Joel, the second chapter, your young women will dream dreams. Old men will dream dreams. Whatever it is that you are called to right up and through here, my responsibility is to see. So that means I have to see past what I see into what God is showing me. 
right? Which is another reason why you need to be sober. Don't let anything throw you off or scare you. Don't let your situations or your circumstances sidetrack you from this now moment. We're living in a moment where to be fully operational, you need to know what you are called to do, right? If I didn't know um, that I was called to this declare victory thing, listen, I'd be out. It's a lot, right? And it's been a lot for a long time. If I didn't know that it was my responsibility to teach and to train, I'd do nothing, right? Because the push of the pressure of the process is not easy. It's a long, long run, right? And you, and you can't go too fast and you can't go too slow. You got to pace yourself, but you need to know where the finish line is. The question that I'll leave you with as we walk into um, our second greeting phase and love, life, and victory is where are you running to? What's your finish line? Where are you running to? My finish line is Victory City. That's, that's what I, I have to do. That's what I know I have to do, right? So ask yourself those questions, right? Where are you running to? Where are you going? What you doing? Who are you impacting? Why? How, how, what's your, what, what is your agreement with his plan? Are you in agreement with his plan? Are you still in denial? Are you still haphazardly, uh, gingerly walking or approaching what it is that you know God has called you to do? Is there a book that we should expect from you? Right? Are Are you... The next, uh, well, I won't say the next anything. Do you do you have manuscripts and volumes in you? Do you have a teaching or a training that you're responsible for? Right? You you got to, the cold part is, um, even when, when they were building the wall, <laughs> hammer in one hand, right? <laughs> you you got to, you got to learn how to manage your weapons. Amen. So um, I pray that something that I said, um, if nothing else, um, ignited something on the inside of you to at least seek out, to search out, to begin to investigate your what and your why and what what the end result will be, no matter what that looks like. Um, This is a time we have set aside for those that may have jumped on a little bit late you didn't get a chance to say hey 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 this can't kill a cat good morning hey good morning good morning this good. is sister stephanie how are you thank you for your declaration hey man thank you good morning good morning and family this is angela Woo! I truly appreciate you this morning, my sweet, lovely, beautiful sister. <laughs> respect the pain. I'm done with you. Listen. Respect the listen. pain. Okay, gotta go. Listen. Okay, listen. that's all you can do. You just be like, mm. oh, that right there. <laughs> my God, I don't know. I guess it have to hit you if it's for you. Respect the pain. Man, that's me. Love that's you, sister. Fair. Love you too. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless you. Happy Wednesday. Great decoration. 
Amen. Good morning, Sister Lisa. I heard somebody else right behind you. Who was that? It was Demetriana, and I don't take a butter knife to a gunfight. I know what to take. I love you. <laughs> and I hope not. It'll hurt. Good morning, Dion. This is me. Hey, me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This was like the grand finale right here. This is this is this is the grand finale. This message this morning sounds like it covered every message over the last five years. You know, when remember when Michael Jackson before he passed, he said, um, he said, "This is the last." Wait, 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 wait! Somebody needs to mute mute your phone. You're having a conversation. Who's that? Oh, here we. So right before, you know, Michael Jackson thought he was going to do a, a whole concert series, and he his last um, his last conversation, he said, um, this is the last call. This morning, the message was the last call. Like, if you didn't get nothing out of what you said today, like, it covered, I could, I could literally lay in my bed and listen to this message over and over again. <laughs> it covered it covered my entire life. You went from family, finances, illness, um, relationships. You covered everything. Faith, <laughs> pain. Like I, um, I literally want to get my family together and was, let's all listen to this message this evening. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's up, Brother E? Good morning. This is Toya, and I agree with my sister. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, Toya. Good morning, Kenya. Hey, good morning, Kenya. Good morning, Miss Jubilant. Hey, Ju. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mykeela. Good morning, Mykeela. Good morning. This is Rita. I'm sorry about the conversation. I got caught up in the grandson. Oh, I enjoyed your decoration. It was lovely. And it brought me, it helped me in my faith because I listened to you, how strong you went through and how strong you are and what you had to do. And how they saying it encouraged me because something came to my mind. But you have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. Amen. Great to hear your voice this morning, Miss Rita. Good morning, baby girl. You know who it is. Great, definitely. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This Good morning. is time. Your declaration. Say this is who? Good morning. Good morning. Kind Kim. Hey, kind Kim. Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. A new day. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Elf. Hey, Elf. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning, morning, Pastor. Magnificent. Hey, Magnificent. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tosh. Good morning. Who else was there? It's persistent, Priscilla. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Yes, this declaration fits like a tight, tight, tight suit. Okay. <laughs> it's so tight right now. 
I know it's, so it's funny, funny, but it ain't funny at the same time. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, I will be listening to that over and over. I agree with everything that's been said. Um, my goodness, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Not <Sorry>. funny, Dion. <laughs> That's all I can say is amen. <laughs> amen. Anybody else? Morning to you, Shell. Hey, good morning. Anybody hey, else? Uh, I just want to know, did, did you have to uh, go, well, you'd have to go hard, but you just did a whole intercession one-on-one class this morning, just so you know. I felt like I was in Pastor Brown's spiritual warfare class. All I could do was sit there, and I was able to speaker so Maddie could hear it. And he's shaking his head, nodding, and Dean is listening. So you lit it up this morning um, just with reminding us what, how to pray. You know what I'm saying? I thank you that you know in this season we ain't got time for Father God, help me, Jesus. No, no. It's, it's aim. We got to aim it. So thank you for your strength. You know how hard I go for you, and I've watched you. And so when you were talking about Cy, ooh, that eighth grade graduation, I'm thinking about Kayla. She's five now, and she was a baby. So we've been through. So when you were saying the timeline, it just – and I'm going to be – I missed the um the, the high school graduation due to COVID, but that college graduation, oh, you know. I'm going to be there with my butterfly mic on, singing him mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. So I love you, sis. And thank you for just reminding us. We really need to stay. Those of you who are called to intercede, please know what it is. Please, because it, it means standing in the gap. It ain't about you. When you're interceding, you are praying on the behalf of others, and that's all that matters. You pray God's word back and his will back, and that's it. You don't worry about your toe hurts. Okay, I'm going to mute. <laughs> okay, amen. <laughs> Amen. Pastor Dion. Mm-hmm. This is Prosperous Pam. You know, um, I really loved your declaration, and I, I just kept, um, the word that kept coming to me was process. Um, I was reminded when I first got on the call, and it was around 2016, 2017 as well, and I was going through something really, really hard, and you said, process it's part of the process because i was like why am i going i mean really it was a uh like a spiritual um thing i had to get through that um so when you said process i just went to go look up in the dictionary this is how i uh, process things and it's the definition is it's a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end and then i thought about god's thoughts for me um and so I don't know. I'm just so thankful. I just wanted to say I appreciate you just walking out loud. Um, it's a cloud of witnesses going on here. I'm just thankful mm-hmm. for you. Keep going. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Uh, okay. I just want to say thank you, Deanne. Um, I like the other young lady. You put a girdle on me this morning. <laughs> and it was so tight. I was struggling to breathe. Because you hit me square between the eyes, and then you took my breath away, and then you captured my heart. And um, I found out yesterday that a dear lady friend had passed away, 
and um, it was just so unexpected and sudden, and I was beyond consolable. And um, uh, a friend, a uh, 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 a friend of mine told me, um, well, you know, she knew God, and uh, that just brought so much comfort to my heart because um, I know that she was a, a faith-based believer, you know, and um, uh, we never know when or why. So like you say, you know, we have to always be fervent in our prayers. We have to always be steadfast in his word, his will, and his way. And um, there was something that she said uh, that um, um, just to make it more personal to me, you know, my children sometimes, they buck against me, you know, when they're having difficulty because it's a safe place for them to land. But then when everything is going okay for them, they flutter off like butterflies because I'm no longer a required attachment. You know, but I know my Lord and Savior is always here, and so I want to remain close to Him, even because I, after hearing what I heard, I was able to come back, and my Lord comforted me, comforted me, and Amen. I just thank you for this declared victory call, and for comforting my heart this morning. Thank you. Okay. God be praised. Amen. Keep going. That's all I got. Keep going. Amen. Dion. Anybody? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Pastor Dion. This is Leomia again. I just want to say to Dee Dee, I don't know if she's still on the line or not. I want to thank her for her decoration this morning, too. It was on time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going on. I love you, Mama. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hallelujah, anyhow. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Well, you know, we, we don't have to drag it out at all, prayerfully, um, you know, and I, I, I'm not scared of the silence, so it's totally okay. Um, uh, good morning. Oh, good morning. Uh, I heard two folks. Who was that? Didi said something. I don't know who else that was. I wanted to just share something, but you can let the other people go. Who, who else was that? Was that Jerry? No. Yes. Uh huh. I just wanted to say oh. good morning, woman of God. Um, I didn't get a chance to kind of hear your declaration, but I know that um, you know, for where we're at right now, I believe that it's so we're so on track. Even though the silence is there, it's okay. Yeah, you know we are, we experience that sometimes. I I believe that's when the Lord speaks best in the silence, in that in that you know in that area. And we're so proud of you. We're praying uh, for uh, Josiah uh, on our line on the prayer line. Uh, but, you know I can't get on right before here. I I'm mm-hmm. just uh, excited, uh, Pastor Dion, what the Lord is doing in. Uh, you know, declare victory. I believe that, you know, the doors are wide open. You know, uh, we are finding out about our gifts. You have made a way for so many people. And, uh, you know, I just want to take this opportunity that, you know, the, it's only what we do for Christ 
that's going to last anyway. And in this season, Absolutely. you have it's so much work out there. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yes. And that's a, that's called pushing. So I'm pushing. I'm back. I'm back down in there. I'll be trying to get in here, you know, as much as I can. And I, I'm just excited, uh, Dion. You know, I just see a, a new avenue that you're going down. Uh, where it's just in your personal call, you know, and that the Lord is definitely stretching you. So just lay down if you got to on the floor and just stretch out because he's definitely uh, pouring in. What's that, baby? I say, because what else do you do? You don't, you can't, you know, and I, I just know I could just, it's just like I see you lying there and he's just pouring down into you, just pouring. And I know you're like, God, I, I, you know, I, Look, I've been trying to walk out of this for like, you know, years. I've been trying to get out of it. But it's here and it's now. It's in the present. You're there. You know, come on now. We, you know, we got to, as uh, the midwife of this group, I thank you that you're uh, causing us to push even harder. And it's in the silence. How many of us know that? That when we bear down, we push. So I'm just bearing down with you. I'm there. I promise you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dee. Dion? Yes, yes. I'm a lifer. I'm going to just say that. I'm a lifer of Declare Victory. (laughs) I am. I'm a straight lifer. I mean, I get on a call. I may not say a lot, speak a lot, but I'm a lifer. I want to say, when you said that when you was going through with your son, you thought about all the things that that God had brought you through and all the, you know, the testimonies and blessings and everything. But, and that's what, that's what God will do. He'll allow you to go back and say, hold on, wait a minute, go back. Remember when I did this? Remember when I did that? I brought you through that. I, I you know, I restored this and I, and, and I saved your child from that. He will allow you to go back. Um, so I wasn't going to say this. I, was, I didn't bring it to your attention when it happened um, until later. But um, last month, Declare Victory, my husband and I, I don't know, I can't even say what we got. I don't know if it was COVID, Delta, Phi, Sigma. I don't know what it was. I know that we thought we were dying. And we, it, it was about two weeks of pure hell. I tell you, we took every remedy, everything somebody told us to take. We had already been on the turmeric, and we had already been on the ginger and all the sea moss water and vitamins and all we could do beforehand a year ago. And I think that helped um, build, you know, because our immune systems were built up a little. I can't say all because we eat and we haven't been walking and all that stuff, but our immune systems, something was fighting. I know it was God, but... Um, we have something to fight against. So when we caught this, I call it, I told Dion, it was evil. I felt like it was the devil trying to kill us because we would hold hands at night and didn't know if we was going to wake up the next morning. My eyeballs was hurting. Every fiber in my body, like I, and then I almost gave up, y'all, and said, God, if this is the way you're going to take me out, then Okay. I eat, I text all my kids, and I told, I gave them all my policy numbers, all my insurance and everything. My pink slips is under the brown hat in my closet. 
<laughs> my keys is downstairs. I gave all instructions, y'all. And this is who I owe. If anything happened, y'all pay them, whatever. I didn't, nobody knew but my kids. It's a lot of and, that going on right up until so, here. Yes, and I and I and I tell people, but we prayed. I'm telling you, every that's why I say this was the final call. This message, your message, because what I did is I took every message, every every declaration, everything I could think of, and I just threw it out there. And I pray. I mean, when I say pray, I remember Pastor Coleman said this. He said, "Y'all, my prayers ain't gonna get to heaven no faster than yours." You got to learn how to pray for yourself. So no, I'm not going to put it on Instagram and Facebook. And, and no, he, Kyle said, I'm not going to the hospital. He said, because they're going to kill me. And he said, and when I saw him, he said, when I saw his, uh, the tear, and he said, Ruth, I'm scared. I was like, man. He said, I, he didn't want to go to sleep because he didn't know if he was going to wake up. I got it. This, I got it. I let got me tell it. you something. This is like, you see it? This is not time. This is no time for playing. I still now, because um, you can hear it in my voice, I still have um, um, heavy breathing, and my anxiety is back. Like, I well, can't. You, I can't why, well, first of all, so now I'm going to stop you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop you. you. You don't have no anxiety. So don't, we don't call my anxiety my anxiety. We don't say that. The anxiety. Right, coming the back anxiety. a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna is okay. attempting to attempting to yeah, but you you did not didn't you hear me say we we have to we have to watch what we say, right? For real. Right. If if Jesus, let me and I'm a, I'm gonna say this. I, I heard a great message. It's called Talk That Talk by Darius Daniels. Baby, he was talking that talk. And I'm a, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna hand it to Didi. Um, we have to be very cognizant of what we say. Mm-hmm. I still say when my son was diagnosed, right? I constantly say when my son was diagnosed. Now we've been dealing with the diagnosis for five years, but it's not his diagnosis, it's the diagnosis. If Jesus in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God, right? Um, you have to be mindful that, and the word became flesh. You hear that? And the word became flesh. That means our words become things. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become things. Be very mindful, even in your pursuit of what it is that you are called to do. You've got to know what you're saying. Which is why knowing the word of God is imperative. Having a relationship, building your prayer life, spending time in intercession, all of it is necessary. Got it? Watch your words. Don't say my diabetes. Don't say my high blood pressure. Don't say my diverticulosis. None of that stuff. It does not belong to you. Everything, the closer it gets to God, the more perfect it gets. Rain, shine, sweet, or snow. You are only dealing with symptoms. Amen. Ruth, I'm just glad y'all not only survived, but I'm glad y'all survived with a different fervor, a different mind, and a different tenacity, knowing that for real, y'all seriously, 
I got two calls back to back in one day on one day. And the next day I got three calls back to back. Listen, we leaving up out of here. Who are you? What you doing? Where are you supposed to be? Where are you supposed to be going? What you supposed to be handling? Didi, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's powerful. We're glad you and bro made it through. But you stay believing like Dion says. So y'all, I was just, um, as Dion was sharing, I was trying to find notes. Because I got so many declarations when I took um, spiritual warfare, intercessory prayer. And it's not about me. I'm just led to share this. Jesus taught, when you pray, do not be like hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. We need to spend intimate time with him. Yeah, it's good to have the clear victory and all the evening calls and all the other classes and stuff people are flocking to, but you need to really get some one-on-one time with him so you will know what it is he has for you. And then Luke 18 and 1 says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Dion said this. As you can see, the Bible does command us to pray and tells us what it does, what prayer does. It's always that we take advantage of a gift. Prayer is a gift. And then we have to, in order to be um, fervent and effective prayer warriors, if you don't study his word, how can you pray his word? So all you're doing is babbling and you're um, emotional. Like she said, you're not sober when you pray because things happen. And so you're going to him with, oh, God, please help me, Jesus. No, know to whom you are speaking. When you are praying to him, you say, Father God, you don't have to keep on saying it over and over again because he knows who you are talking to. Call on him and then thank him for what he's already done. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Some of us are still st- are still here. I know I was supposed to be dead a few times, but I'm still here. Ask God what the will is for you to do on behalf of others. That's what inter- intercession is. Say what you need and not a bunch of filler words because you're talking to our Father. Just talk to him. Ask for forgiveness for things you've said, thought, or done. He already knows. But pray his word, not your emotions. Intercession is a calling. It is living out Philippians 2 and 4. Let each of you look out, not for only his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Not many people can sit like Dion and Tanya. I know people that will really sit, I've seen it, on behalf of others when all hell is breaking loose in their own lives, myself included, grief after grief. But I'm still intercede on behalf of others because that's what I'm supposed to do. I am called as an intercessor, and it means to stand in the gap on a behalf of someone else, not about me. We have to get that. I just wanted to share that and to know that when we don't know what we ought to pray for, the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And like Dion said, watch your words. Watch what you say. It's not my ocular migraines. It's not my menopause. It's not. So just know that. And again, I'm going to repeat what I said. You can't show up to a gunfight with a butter knife because you know the outcome. I love you, sis. That's it. Amen. Good stuff. Ruth, you were about to say something else. I'm sorry. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank God. This is Miss Tony. I'm excited this morning because that was a word of confirmation to me. I had just told my friend on yesterday, her family was going against her. And she said, well, what is it? Why are everybody going against me? You know, when God has a purpose in you and a plan, you know, the devil comes. He's as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And the devil is real. 
So when God has something in you to do for him, he's going to push you to purpose. So that was confirmation on this morning, Ephesians 6 and 10. So I thank God for you explaining that. And I just thank God for the word of God. Every morning I get on, sometimes I don't want to say nothing, but it's hard not to say something when it comes to the word of God. So we all need to be prepared to speak and to have a boldness about what God wants you to do for him. Because this journey right now is real with the pandemic and everything going on. It's real. So we have to stand and we have to recognize who is God and who we are and who we are serving. So I thank God for you on this morning for that word for the people of God. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lady Tony. I appreciate you. Amen. Anybody else? I do, Michelle. Um, I love the prayer um, um, is what keeps you cemented. I love the fact that kingdom living is my position, is my process that keeps me cemented and that the nevertheless, in spite of all things, because of all things, because of him. Um, I just get this vision of us walking down the street. What are we walking on? Cement, the foundation, the surety. That's God. That's the word of God that we live by. Um, so I thank God for your word today. Again, the declaration was on point. Kingdom living it is. It is what it is. He is who he is. Love you, Jay. Amen. It is what it is till it's different. How about that? I want to- Hey, back on what what Michelle just said. Um, the nevertheless, um, we better know. We have to know God for ourselves in His Word, have it written on the tablets of our hearts, so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, we have the nevertheless. But God said what His Word said. Um, the declare victory calls are amazing. It's so nice we have the fellowship, and yes, we have to intercede. But we really, really, really got to know God for ourselves in this hour. It's imperative that we, like Dee Dee said, go in that closet and pray and have that relationship. Um, point on mute. God bless. Amen. Good stuff. Hey. Um, go, go ahead. I heard. Who, who, who is that? Tasha and somebody else? Yeah. I can wait. Go ahead, Tasha. And I can okay. Answer. Okay. Yeah. So I um I am um I I think this is a, a word for people who are uh, new to their process and their walk, and as someone who feels like I'm I'm coming out of my newness into a different a different level for me personally, I just want to encourage people who hear some of our seasoned prayer warriors and intercessors speaking to um you know, press through the through the process. I remember early on when many of my prayers were about about me and one of the prayers I had was, Lord God, I want to get to the point where it's not just about me, that I am praying for other people. And recognizing that um when you're in your pain, um and you're pressing through your pain, you gotta know how to pray for yourself to to help pull yourself out of it. So that is there is a part of, of the process where where your prayers are about healing for yourself um, and, and, and understanding and discovering the pain of your own process and, and, and getting through that. Um, but it is, it's a beautiful thing when you can press and you can start to get to a point where you can 
where you can see beyond that um, and, and you can feel that you are in a position to um, pray for pray for others and pray beyond your own your own issues and what people always say is so true when you change your focus um, and it's not about you and it becomes more about him um, and your relationship with him and the way he touches you and carries you through so just you know I, I, for anybody who is in the in the in the darkness of that that press and that process, you just you keep keep going, keep showing up, keep coming back to this line because it's so rich and there's there's always so much to to feed you and to help to uh, gird you up um, as as you're going through what what looks like in the natural, um, just when you can't figure it out, right? But it's not about figuring out; it's about being led by the Spirit. So I'm grateful for all of those who have pressed to get us to this point where we are today. Um, and for those who are um, uh, new in it, just keep going, keep showing up. Um, I love you guys. Have a great day. Going on mute. That's, that's it. Because everybody got, look, I don't care what your job is, we all have a starting point. Amen. Start where you at and move around. Mm-hmm. Hey man, who Beautiful, the radical, 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 I just want to say thank you for being open and thank you for being honest. Um, your selflessness is just amazing. Um, I appreciate you being a servant of God. You know, they say um, in the word of God that, you know, we walk by faith and not by sight. And I know that you're enduring so much, you know, and you just are the epitome of um, the we've come this far by faith. You know, I appreciate all that you do just for being the visionary of this line. And um, as I mentioned before, I'm praying for you just ongoing. I appreciate everything that you do. Amen. And I, I appreciate you, and I absolutely appreciate and solicit your prayers. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, um, it's not fun. But I, what I will say is this. The amount of peace that I have almost weirds me out. Sometimes I kind of feel a little bit guilty. If that if that makes sense for real, um, because I can't explain it, um, and I know for an absolute fact that um, if not for the grace of God, and, and there's a difference for real when you have what's called the gift of faith. I was created to believe God. All of us were, but the Bible says to every man is given the measure of faith. Everybody has the the amount of faith, and I, I believe your faith increases. If you think about the woman with the issue of blood, listen, she had a gift of faith, but it took a process for her to exercise it effectively in the right direction, if that makes sense. Right? So, yeah, I believe God like a retarded person, and I, I don't know how to, I, I don't have a desire uh, to change it, but I, I don't know how. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know what else to do. And the unfortunate part is no matter what happens, I believe God. 
you know, and, and his nothing is accidental, nothing is coincidental, nothing is happenstance. Every single thing has a purpose. Amen. And that is exemplified enough. I appreciate you. Amen. Pastor Dion, you just said, I'm sorry, I'm tripping off of this. You just said Philippians 4, 6, and I don't think you were even intending on saying it when you were talking about your peace that you can't explain. That just was awesome. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm just going to lift you up. I'm sorry. It's literal. Like, I I don't have words. It's indescribable. Even when I was sitting there and the doctor said what she said immediately, and you guys would have to understand our journey. So my baby looks, watches my face to gauge my expression, right? Um, I didn't have one, but but this is the first time that I didn't have one. The last time, right before we did radiation uh, in in April, when... um, when they told me what I was looking at, the stuff in his back that threatened his mobility, um, I, I, man, I cried and everything. This time, um, and I, this time is, is worse than last time. Um, I didn't have an expression. <clears throat> all I could say was, mm, well, I, that's all I had, I promise. That's new, though. Right. So so remember, I said Psalms 81 says we go from strength to strength. And if you guys remember a couple of months ago, I said I felt new strength had come. I could feel the shift. And for even what Tasha just said a moment ago, um, I remember when she first became a part of the call, who she what I hear now is not what I heard then. Right. So we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. It is our responsibility to actually um, give ourselves permission. And that's where, even if you go back to the Ephesians, I think maybe it might be like 16 or 17, we talk about capacity, right? So you have to learn how to use the tools. How do you do that? You do that, the the direct response is by that stretching. It's kind of like what Jabez said. Um, In spite of my name, in spite of what aesthetically is attached to me, in spite of the fact that this has happened and and I was born through much pain, enlarge my coast. Stretch me in spite of. Make me prepared for that which you've prepared for me, right? And so those words can become your prayer. For real. Super important that you execute the word of God so that it not only empowers you, but it starts to reposition and relocate how you communicate to yourself. Does that make sense? Because, like, I have to fight sometimes with my thoughts. Right? I I, I literally, I, I was just telling a girlfriend of mine, um, because they told us we would never have to deal with this again. They told us that this was probably the end of all things. My baby started his college courses and, you know, this, that, and third. And so we sit there in the doctor's office after this scan, and now he is, he's stuck, right? His mind is, is thrown all off because you'd have to see the MRI. It's like a golf ball in the middle of his head. 
right by his optic nerve. So now his eye is doing a thing, right? So it's, it's like it's a lot, right? But when I tell you right, even right this second, I don't feel like anything other than God is still in control. That's all I feel like. If he did it, he did it all these other times. So anyway, anybody else have anything? He'll do it again. That's, that's he got to. My, I my thing is saying, I, <laughs> I, I almost didn't want to tell y'all. But can I tell y'all what my biggest concern is? My biggest concern is I don't ever want anyone to think that God is incapable. I don't ever want anyone to think God is an Indian giver. I don't ever want anyone to think that he is not the author and finisher of my faith, that that he would give us a miracle and then take it back, right? I had to reason with myself to share because I didn't want anybody to be thrown off. Does that make sense? A lot of sense. What makes sense is we all got our Tims on walking. He did it before. He'll do it again. Watch out. Mm-hmm. That's all I know hey, to do. Go ahead. Yeah. Good morning. This is Gloria. Hey. I was, I was just thinking I agree with what Rachel said, that even as God through testimony Oh man, your phone. We're growing together. Yeah. Huh? Your phone. We're growing together. Okay, we're growing together in faith, and so we walk it out, we run it out, we press it out, and we press in, and and we are we are more than conquerors through Christ who gives us strength. So God bless you. Praying for you. Amen. Uh, I just want to say I love you, and I thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, um, it is prayer uh, for you, and thank you for just teaching. Um, and I'm learning more and more, you know, definitely how to pray. I thank um, for the call this morning on how to pray, you know. And um, just just want to tell you I love you. Love you too, Barry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Anybody else? Yeah, me. This is Kendra. I am encouraged. That's all I could say. I'm just going to remain mute so that I could hear. And you know, I thank God for you know how we roll. I'm you. I love you. Love you too, babe. Amen. All right, y'all. Well, we got about 10, 10 minutes. I'll give you back. Again, I pray that something that was said encouraged you, inspired you, but more than anything, pushed you into a place of uh, not just needing to keep going, um, but refusing to do anything else. Quitting is not, and if I ain't quit, listen, I got just called. You hear me? What I'll say, I mean, 
<laughs> I could take the towel, not just throw it in, slap some stuff down before I throw it on the ground. Amen? Yeah, but anyway, I pray that uh, you have an amazing day. If you have not, again, today is our fasting day. Man, all I know Beyond. is what it got me. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, um, it's on my heart. I don't want to embarrass her, but um, Sister Tarina's birthday is today. So I just want it to say happy Sister birthday. Tarina's we love you. birthday. It is Warrior Princess's birthday. Thank you, Pam. Okay. No, we love you. Happy Appreciate birthday, Tarina. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> happy birthday. Love you. It's your birthday. It's Yes, honey, the finisher. Honey, finish it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Dion. Yes. Is Didi on the line? Do you want me and Didi to end the um, call with the A and B selection? Uh, well, yes, but see your way off. Ruthann, <laughs> Ruthann, don't, don't put, we're not together. You know what I'm saying? I do, a, I'm a solo artist. You know that. <laughs> Okay. You know what? Right. Ain't, ain't no duets going down. Ain't no now, duets. You know? They ain't ready for it anyway, Ruth. Because you know that's okay. that that note you be hitting. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> oh, that that that. that go ahead, that's hit a little bit of it for the people. They ain't don't know. They don't know. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. You know, my voice, my voice is kind of messed up from you know, from the, I call it, I did the Delta Sigma Vedas or whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, this little light of mine. You, uh, 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 We don't want to hear your strong voice. Of... <laughs> I'm going to let... yeah. Isn't laughter so good? Hey, Yvonne, good. <laughs> oh, God. Trina, when, um, when I was singing, it's your birthday, Bean was over here, like, okay, I ain't going to say what she was dancing, like, y'all pray for my little baby, because... I think she got some bad habits from some people, not me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, just I love you too. Girl, I love you too, girlfriend. <laughs> Have a great day. He likes that singing. Oh, uh, you like that singing? <laughs> All right, I'll hear y'all back at five. Have and a blessed day, everybody. You know Bless you. Yes, Happy you birthday, Trey. Blessed day. Happy, Happy birthday, Trey. Love you all. Have a blessed day.
Hello?
Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Praying for you, 
heaven bent, supporting one another and living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on Life, forgiving one another while staying. 